Broadcasting from all 5G towers, we're the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. How's everybody doing? Feeling like 5G. Beaming that COVID right into your brains. Tasty. Microchipped up, baby. Let's do it. Mm, feeling spicy. Okie dokie. So, we're still in Galaspire. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's, okay. No, uh, it really isn't though at this point. So believable. How this long is... have we been here? Like what? It's been a full year at this point. No. Not quite. It's Although, it's been almost a year since we started book five book four. Book four. Which has but been traveling not... to Gallowspire and being in yeah. Gallowspire. Yeah, Ugh, but God. I'd say I'd say probably two fifths. Uh, one third. Has been travel. Two thirds has been Gallowspire. So still, that that is not to detract just how long we've been in Gallowspire, but it has certainly not been a full year. Remember when we could heal? That was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we took down that construct that was like poor humans. Let me enlighten you through death, and then we were debating whether to go through that door. Some people brought up like maybe we should heal first. Wait a minute. Do we have enough uh, resources to keep going forward, or should we, like, call it for the night? Yep. Indeed. So, yeah, let's uh, let's take it from there. Good uh, good summary, Nick. Did that, uh, d- by the way, did that golem have anything, or did we already cover this? I think we did do loot last time. Yeah. The loot wasn't on the golem as much as it was, like, on the things on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the inevitable didn't have anything, but the room had loot. Oh, okay. And uh, in terms of everyone's hit points, are we worried that uh, I only have 30? Yeah, or... that that was like, I think the last episode ended with us being like, oh, we need <laughs> to heal, and is this round of healing going to mean we need to rest? All right, yeah, so I guess uh, we can take it from here. What are you guys going to do? Well, Randolph, how much life juice do you... Randolph, listen to me. The liars. How much life juice do you have left? Uh... Uh, not so much, huh? Feeling kind of hurt. What about you, Tealith? Oh, running a little low on spells, but I can do a little. Maybe we should use the spike, take a recount of how many, how much magic we have left before we decide to head on out of Gallowspire. Can we? I mean, I'm asking this out of character. Can we actually... Do we have enough dimension doors left? I think I still have my one left, but I know... We used one fighting the uh, child thing. Uh, I have potentially two remaining. Okay. Like, I'm out of fourth level spells, but I have my metamagic feet, so I can cast Dimension Door as a fifth level spell, and I still got two slots there. I'm basically just healing hands at this point. Or not healing hands. Yeah, healing hands and um, lay on hands. I'm all hands, baby. I don't have any Dimension Doors left, Alexi says. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) Uh, I'm, uh, uh, I will, uh, also report that I am also running rather low on, uh, spells. Well, you've never been much of a healer anyway, Sergius. Right, well, uh, in, in any case, what I actually mean is, uh, uh, on the more offensive side of things, uh, if we push forward a little bit more, uh, uh I'm gonna be running a little bit low here. Alright, well, this is as good a time as any to make use of Arasni's spike. We'll heal up, 
See how many rooms we can get through before we need to head out of here. Sounds like a good plan. Ooh, alright, let's make sure Uhtred has enough health. 60 out of 91, he could probably spike himself. <laughs> That's gonna grand total another, what, 20? Yeah. Alright, well, just, it's, uh, it's gonna take 20 healing before he can accept any healing. Right, right. So, we might be better Wait, is off. Is it 20 or is it 40? It's 20. It's You, you take it's 20, right? 10, it's 10 and 10. 10 to activate it, and then another 10 while it's active. You might be better off having. Thalias spike himself. That way we can actually heal Uhtred while the spike is active. I only have 30 HP. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, your your HP bar on your character is still reads as like 122. <laughs> oh. As much as I'd like to have somebody else get spiked, I think Uhtred might be in the best position health-wise. <laughs> if right. not the healthiest. Best. <laughs> he's, like, he's towards the top, sadly. Missing half of his health, one of the healthiest. Elsie takes a step forward, and she says, Listen, uh, I'm not going to be much use until somebody can fix my eyesight, so why don't you just use it on me? I like that plan. Does does any of us have the capability to fix her eyesight? I can tomorrow. Okay, then, yeah. I'll stick Elsie, and tomorrow we'll get her killed up and seeing again. All right. Sticker in the hindquarter. <laughs> she takes it. So it takes one minute to activate, and now you've got ten rounds to do all the healing you want. I start rolling furiously. Yeah. Well. And under the spike, we can get the healing hands, right? Okay. Oh, we do get healing hands? That's amazing. Yep. Only when the spike's going. Only when the spike's going. So you got ten uses, ten rounds of healing hands to, to, to plow through here. Hold on. Elias' healing hands aren't going to be quite as stellar as Randolph's were. Well, not yet. Next level. <laughs> what was Randolph's at? Wasn't it just a nose hair over 20? It was... I think he got the the big heal on everything but like a 1, 2, or 3. Right. But, I mean, my skill points are there in yeah. heal and knowledge planes, but, but the difference is Thalias. Thalias doesn't have skill focus for uh, heal, okay. and also he's charisma based, whereas Randolph was wisdom based. Yeah, that's what it is. So those are two big, uh, two big drops that his heal. But I do is. have the skill ranks, which is right. It helps quite a bit. Maybe better to start with lay on hands, though, since that's guaranteed. Although, you can do that without the spike, even if it is halved. I think, because, well, you're healed. We need as much healing as possible. I think we're just going to do all ten healing hands. Yeah. All right. I think that's the right call, because like, even though it's not a guaranteed success, it is, yeah. it's it's hard to not get at least the basic oh, healing. Sock it to him. Okay. Let's just, I'm going to just make ten rolls, and then we'll just go down like in order, like somebody, then somebody else, and somebody else. So right. I'm gonna heal myself first. I'll toss myself. Uh, I don't know three. Let's see what that looks like. So you heal thirteen and then fourteen. Yep, and that'll bring me to about half health. So I heal myself three times. I can heal myself one more time for fourteen. And then who else needs heal? That'll be good for me for at least for now. Let's get some more healing. I mean, I only you got six left. Take some. <laughs> yeah, Uhtred and. Uh... Tealith needs some because that uh, that 
chain lightning hurt. All right, let's do uh, Uhtred. So I'll heal you for... Tom, did you need healing? No. Uh, Try and split, no, th- split this up equitably. No. All right. So I'll give Uhtred three. Um, oh, you got so a big, big one. one. So you'll get 31. That will fill me completely up. Oh, shit. Uh, and then Tia Blith, you also got a big one for 31 and a medium for 14. And I am more than full. All right. So I got two more. I guess I'll give them to myself. And then, Tom, you don't need any healing? I find that surprising. I'm 11 I under. Yeah. It was the wow. chain lightning and you had uh, electric, electric resistance to it, right? Yeah, yeah but he still took damage guys? from it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm only 11, uh, 11 under. All right. Well, I failed one anyway, and then I got a medium for me, so... No, you didn't. A 20 is, uh, is like, pass. Uh, barely passing. In oh, fact, yeah, tw- barely passing. Look yeah. at me. 20 gets you 13, so that you can give that to our genus and almost... All right, that works. ...fully economically heals them. And I'll take the last and 14. And I'm sure Keisha Keish needs some, too, if you got any yeah, left over. Well, that was it. <laughs> no, I don't. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Surely there's more people, but... I mean, I'm still missing 36 HP. Well, I also have healing I can use during this. I was just letting you get your healing hands out oh, of the yeah. way. So, you're still missing like 30, Joe? Yeah, 36. So, Cure Serious heals you for 31. You <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Fucking <Jesus>. guy. <laughs> and uh, Elksy wouldn't say no to a heal at the last, the last moment possible. <laughs> Yeah, she's all bleeding out with a spike in her. All right. Yeah. She took the spike, so I'll give her a cure serious for 20. All right. Well, that, that heals the spike. <laughs> undoes the spike. Yep. <laughs> all right. So I am now out of cure serious wounds, but I do have. Keisha Keish. I still have seven uses <laughs> of uh, cure light. Oh, nice. And actually, plenty of rounds during the spike to do that if we. I don't know who else needs healing. I don't know how her would you even... I want to give Keisha Keisha heal just so he doesn't feel left out. Would you even voluntarily heal Keisha Keish? <laughs> if he stepped up and asked for healing while it's being given out, I would give it to him. All right, yeah. He'll uh, he'll accept healing if you're willing to give it. All right. I'll give him three cure light wounds. All right. Dude, that spike is such a lifesaver. So is like, a... This is such a completely different story without it. So... I think... You have one charge left on the spike. I yeah. didn't know it had like a certain amount of charges on it. Yeah. Yeah, it came with like those like metal rings looped around the top. And each time you use it, oh, one yeah. of the rings is falling off. Alright, so Kishikish heals 30 from those three cure light wounds. Alright, that'll top them off just fine. We roll. We seem to be in tip top shape. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Shall we continue? Through the secret passage. Yes. After you. After me. Come on. Get in line. Old Elias will open the door. See what's in here. All right. You open the door, and a soft creak reveals a short hallway. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the hallway, you see not a, a wall or a door, but in the various magical lights that you guys are employing, you see this strange metallic-y surface, almost like a a silver mirror that's just encompassing uh, this entire 
western wall of this short hallway that runs from east to west. Hmm. Uh, anybody know what that is? Um, hmm. I don't know. Wants to give me a knowledge and nature check. <laughs> no idea. Can I do a quick retcon? I don't want to break your flow. Uh, when we were healing up, uh, can I use uh, two pearls of power to reprepare uh, mirror image and frostbite? Sure. I only have one, as in one solitary pearl left today. Dang. Wow. Finally, you've uh, expended, managed to expend the pearls. I feel like you have them coming out of your fucking ears. Yeah. I still got 12 Arcana points, though. So. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> We're good. I, uh, I get closer to the silvery mirror-looking thing, and I take a look at it. Do Anybody? I see my reflection, or what is it? Uh, Yeah. It's kind of a... It's kind of like a perfect mirror. Oh, jeez. Is that what I look like? God, I start like straightening my hair and like trying to get myself a little more yeah. put together. This would be like the first time probably that you're, <laughs> yeah. you're seeing that you don't have your own face anymore. Yeah. Randolph wasn't winning any beauty pageants, that's for sure. Yeah, jeez. Wow. Well, I guess I can work with this somehow, but uh, jeez. I think you look great, Thelias says. Elksy, who can't see currently. <laughs> also, ah, just... Very funny. Uh, oh, the, I detect magic. Okay. You are not detecting any magical auras. Uh, he did call for a knowledge nature if anyone has it, too. Oh, yeah, I, I don't have it. it. I don't have it. I didn't miss that. Hold on. I got you guys. I got you. I got 24. Uchard, you are fairly sure that you're looking at a vertical sheet of mercury i think that's mercury you think that as as mercury unless it's you know been cooled to the point where it is frozen mercury in its natural state is a kind of like a gelatinous liquid and you could potentially step right through this vertical sheet of mercury but you also know that mercury is a contact poison okay okay hold on no here's what we're gonna do we're, i we're not stepping through that we are going to take something out of my bag that's got a little reach to it and push that through it first oh wow i don't i guess i don't have anything in my equipment that like that really uh oh i have a, a plus one light crossbow i'm gonna take that out okay and I'm gonna go up to the mercury, and like, you know, take put just push on it with the crossbow. Like, does it go right through it? Does it uh, uh, burst into negative energy flames? <laughs> no, it's like you're pushing it through a like. I'm trying to like figure out how to describe this. Yeah, remember that Nickelodeon show with the chick who could turn into. Liquid Mercury? That Alex Mack? Yeah, Alex Mack. I don't think it was Mercury, but yeah. Well, whatever well, it was. It might as well have been. It was like yeah. silver <laughs> liquid yeah. metal. But yeah, uh, you push the uh, crossbow uh, against this uh, vertical sheet of Mercury, and the entire surface like ripples from con- making contact with the crossbow. But otherwise, you're met with the tiniest bit of resistance almost just like 
it's it's not enough to really even speak of like you can tell that it's there but otherwise it's not hampering your ability to move this crossbow through it is it like stay is it like ripping and opening up as the crossbow goes through it or is it just kind of like no it's bending like, with it it's like you're dipping it into the surface of a pool ah uh, so it doesn't feel like i've gone through the other side of it you may have but there could be some actually now that i think some about magic it, some magic okay okay fine okay fine <laughs> Detecting magic would have uh, picked up a magical aura. If only um, a good player had thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wouldn't have been any like you may have picked up a like a transmutation aura, but there wouldn't have been like an actual spell associated with it, just like a general enchantment. And upon fiddling with this crossbow, you could probably make the assumption that there is an enchantment to hold this strip of mercury vertically instead of horizontally. Oh, so do I hear a dispel magic might be good here? Is there something to dispel? Possibly. You think that a successful dispel magic check will disable the enchantment holding the mercury vertically and it would just like splash to the floor. Okay. Uh, okay, everyone, uh, back up. I, I might have uh, something for this. Richard oh. listens. He backs up. All right. Uh, Arjunus uh, starts waving his hands and uh, does uh, dispel magic. Give me a caster level check. I sort of duck behind myself as if this thing's going to explode. You know, like, ah, <laughs> Arjunus is going at it. Watch out. Uh, that's a 30. A 30 will be enough to dispel the enchantment and this uh, vertical surface of mercury falls to the floor and it's it's like a very heavy liquid oh, yeah. so it doesn't it doesn't really splash it just kind of like falls and then like like oozes outward almost gives like a thunk and like gel like gelatin kind of just like moves outwards and molds outwards yeah i mean it probably is like a a semi loud sound for like what is just a liquid falling to the floor. Uh, but yeah, with that, you have revealed the room beyond. So you can see beyond uh, the threshold into this next room and mirrors of tarnished silver line the walls here, creating a thousand reflections and the illusion of endless depth in every direction. Not only do the mirrors line the walls, but they also appear to be uh, forming like the walls of like what might be like corridors and like a library. But instead of bookshelves, it's just more mirrors. So these like bluish lines are all considered to be mirrors. And you think that uh, the mercury that you just uh, displaced uh, would have been functioning as a very well-concealed uh, entrance to this hallway from the other side because it would have just appeared to be another mirror. Uh, you can't really see all the way through this room because the the way these mirrors are placed, it's kind of like a like a back and forth like a like one of those like long queue lines that you see at like the DMV or just kind of like zigzags. Yeah. Uh, so you'll need to like work 
make your way deeper into this room to see more of it, but uh, from what you can see, it's about 50 feet wide, and you can see about 50, 55 feet back, but you really have no way of knowing how far back this room goes. When I uh, enter the room, I sort of let out a a chuckle. All right, I get it, yeah. (laughs) The guy who's been dead three times doesn't look that good anymore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, question for Thalias. Are you still acting as Elksy's handler? Oh, yeah. As I walk away and, uh, (laughs) you know, laughing to myself, I I remember Elksy. Oh, uh, hey, uh, Elksy. And I kind of run back and come on, don't don't worry about the optical illusions here. It's just very... uh, let's get you going. Don't worry, I'll 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 close my eyes so they don't affect me. Yeah, I'm gonna fix, I'm gonna fix you so good tomorrow. Don't you even worry. I'm looking forward to it. He's <laughs> 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 just like, you were uh, nailing uh, Beetlejuice so hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what does everybody do? Um, these the mirrors are like floor to ceiling, right? Yes. Okay. Well, then yeah. Tealus kind of looking around to. He's looking around alert, but he's just staying behind Utrid and Thalias, letting them take the lead. Something's gonna pop out. I'll wait for it to pop out on them. Now, these like Mickey Mouse ears, like alcoves in the corners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love that. Uh, is that like literally just an alcove in the corner? Or is that like supposed to be a hallway, but you've like blocked out it into the next room? No, they're just like little like semicircular okay uh, alcoves that do look a little bit like Mickey Mouse ears. Maybe more accurately, like Winnie the Pooh ears. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was on the smaller. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I guess you guys just start making your way through this mirrorified corridor. Yeah. Alright. I, su- I suspect I wouldn't be going the right way the first time. <laughs> you know, just sort of... Yeah. Take, take a wrong turn, funhouse mirror and... Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I'm really tempted to just start breaking them to see if there's any other any of these other ones are fakes. Do what you want to do. If you start breaking mirrors, I'm really going to take that personally. <laughs> like, oh, come on. That's kind of look that down. ugly. <laughs> Maybe if we have to come back through, I'll, I'll, I'll smash him. But for now, we'll just, we can just head right through. Wow. There's a shit ton of mirrors in here, huh? Yeah. So you, uh, you take a left, take a right, take another left. And yeah, this, this room goes much, much deeper than you originally thought. Like, you're maybe 70 feet in you can see another 30 feet in front of you there's just more mirrored corridors the good news is the longer the room is the easier to tell that it's not infinite because the fun house the way the fun house works why it's so disorienting is because they're like right next to each other yeah super claustrophobic yeah there's at least some more space here so yeah it's a little easier all right all right me and elksy uh keep traveling through the maze I'm wondering, it feels like you don't just have a random mirror maze, you know? If there's not someone who is going to jump out and fight you, who specializes in you know, obfuscation and trickery or something. So I'm sort of on high alert here, even though I'm joking with the mirrors and 
sort of disorienting. I'm I'm on more high alert than I have been. Give me a knowledge religion check. Okay. Uh, 26. The thought does occur to you. Uh, you've heard of a type of undead called Bloody Bones. Okay. In many lands, parents have used tales of Bloody Bones to frighten children away from dangerous ponds or to keep them from misbehaving, especially at night. Uh, you know that Bloody Bones are skeletal-like undead who use reflective surfaces such as like pond water or mirrors to hide or uh, kind of like travel through. Hey, uh, is anyone else getting a, a bloody bone vibe from all this? All the mirrors side by side? And You don't think uh, maybe they're going to jump out and kill us, do you? Oh, uh, look where we are. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with that, I'd like everybody to give me perception checks. And Thalias, I, I'm going to give you a plus six bonus. Okay. It's very generous. Probably not going to help. Oh, okay. 24. Okay. 32. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 15. Unfortunately, those are all those are all still low enough that we're going to have a little surprise round. Oh, no. Wow. Let, let me roll for Kish Kish. If there's anyone who needs to nail his perception, it's Kish Kish. Oh, natural 15. I knew I should have just started smashing these goddamn things. Yo, Keisha Keish be running around fucking fighting himself in here. There's <laughs> another evil one! Doer. <laughs> There's another one! Like, no, Keisha Keish, that's you! Stop! <laughs> Thought you tried to trick me! <laughs> Alright, let's see. Perception. Have at you, me. <laughs> Alright. So he knows let's... all of my moves! <laughs> it's gonna be a 39 perception from Keisha Keish. So we will still be having a surprise round, but Keisha Keish will at least be part of it. And Uhtred. And Uhtred, yeah. And Uhtred. Don't forget about Uhtred. What talent? What skill or talent is that? How did you get that again? It I'm like was, in love with uh, that ability from my archetype. It's just like you can't surprise round on me. That's awesome. As you guys are looking in these uh, reflections, Randolph, Uhtred. And Keisha Keish, uh, as they're looking in these mirrors, you're looking at your own reflection, and for a split second, it's almost as if your own skeleton has leapt out of your flesh at you in the reflection, and as if appearing from within the mirror, you are confronted by three bloody skeletons. Blood-drenched humanoid skeletons stare with hate-filled eyes as their bones drip with streams of fresh gore. Let's see, Thalias got his knowledge religion check. Anybody who else who wants to now roll can do so. So that's a net one for a 24. 34. Okay. It's more like it. I don't have it. Okay, so uh, even with a 24 Teoblith, you have identified the Bloody Bones. You can ask one question. Thalias can ask two. Uh, Uhtred can ask three. And so can Kishikish. Uh, I want to know offensive ability. Like deadly spell. Like what, what's something about the blood? What's up with that? Uh, the blood. 
Yeah, it doesn't have to be offensive. I just want to know about the like. Do they use the blood somehow, or uh, it's yeah. Well, not really their blood. It's that's more of a motif than anything else. But you do know okay. that all of their natural attacks uh, uh, create bleeding wounds. There it is. You get hit by a natural Perfect. attack, you take one d six bleed damage. Okay, uh, I'm I'm thinking now. Uh, I'll start. What's uh, what kind of DR do they have? They have DR ten that is overcome by bludgeoning weapons. Fucking bludgeoning weapons. Although, if we're being honest, every time I hear you say DR, my brain immediately switches to just got a crit, just got a crit, <laughs> just got a. <laughs> Pretty much. Sarah and Ray take the wheel. Yeah. All right. So I I have one. I'm not. Sh- I don't know if we've asked this yet, so I'm not sure if it'll be acceptable. So I'd like to ask if it has any, like, extraordinary senses. So, like, the five senses. Are any of them, like, you know, beyond just normal sight? So you want to know if it has, like, dark vision or, like, the scent special yeah, ability? Yeah, like, does 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 it have, like, like a any of the five senses? Like right. Basically, does it have any special senses? Sure. Yeah, that's a... Totally a valid question. You know that they have dark vision and life sense. The creature notices and locates living creatures just as if it possessed the blind sight ability. Blind sight is like perfect clarity. Yeah, that makes sense with the mirrors, huh? Yeah, so like they can go around a corner or, you know, whatever, turn visible. They still know exactly where you are. There's There's a range limit, but... With giving you two different senses, I won't give you the range of either their dark vision or their life sense. Uh, I'll take any energy resistance or immunities. The only energy defenses you know that they have is they have uh, channel resistance, which gives them a plus two bonus on their saves versus channel positive energy. Huh. Let's take another cool all offensive ability. Yeah. Um,. You just saw it in action, but I'll give you the ins and out of their mirror jump ability. A Bloody Bones can use its Dimension Door spell-like ability to leap between reflective surfaces within range of each other, such as mirrors, darkened windows, or calm water, but also but can also opt to remain in hiding within such a reflection. The relative surface must be large enough for the Bloody Bones to pass through with ease, at least two feet wide and two feet tall, while... While hidden this way, the Bloody Bones can use its life sense to detect prey near the reflective surface. When an adjacent victim looks into the surface, the Bloody Bones can leap out as a swift action, often appearing as though the target's own skeleton were ripping free to attack, and manifest in any square adjacent to the viewer. When a Bloody Bones uses this action, all creatures within 30 feet must succeed at a will save or be staggered for 1d4 rounds. So, I'm going to be asking for those once combat starts. And the triggering viewer, i.e. Uhtred, Thalias, and Kishikish, takes a minus four penalty on this saving throw. Uh, the staggering effect is a mind-affecting fear effect. And Joe has one more question. HP game. Okay. 80. Higher. All right. So what can Kishikish tell us about these assholes? Kishikish knows that kind of piggybacking off of Uhtred's question that got the mirror jump at will they can use dimension door via reflective surfaces only in addition to that three times per day they can cast mass inflict moderate wounds 
That was one question. Second question, he knows that they have a rend attack. They hit with two of their claws, they get rend. And thirdly, he knows that they have the hide in plain sight ability. A Bloody Bones can use stealth even while being observed as long as it is within 10 feet of a reflective surface, like a mirror or calm body of water. A Bloody Bones can hide itself from view in the open without having anything to hide behind. So as for echolocation, I actually think that that would beat hide in plain sight. Yeah, that sounds right. As long as it's... Yeah, hide in plain sight, I feel like echolocation would work. But yeah, obviously while they're in the mirror, it won't. Well, that's the thing. I don't think they actually physically enter the mirror. They... Their dimension door ability functionally has them, like, the door that they use for dimension door is the reflective surface of the mirror, but, like, otherwise they're never not physically in this room. Uh, so, because of that, I think I am going to have Teoblith also be part of the surprise round. Alright. Now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, don't try to talk me out of it, Matt. I've made my decision. I mean, if I was going to try and talk my way into anything, it would have been noticing their presence sooner, but I'll I'll settle for uh, for the surprise round. Yep. Uh, I think their... What's your echolocation? 40 feet? Yeah. Yeah, their life sense would have been giving them a farther re- uh, range than your echolocation, so that's as far as we're going with that. All right, Fair everybody enough. roll initiative. I have a question. Are these walls with mirrors that are hanging on like the wall itself or are these just like mirrors they look, themselves they look like floor to ceiling mirrors okay so how hard would it be to break the mirror like do they have a hardness hit point yeah I mean if they're regular mirrors it shouldn't be too hard to break but if they are you know magical mirrors or something then they might be harder to break but just looking at them and seeing a mirror you you don't think it would be that hard to just, you know, take the hilt of your sword and just, like, break a five-foot square of mirror. But that's all that, like, a standard action would get you if they were normal mirrors. Right, right, right. Okay. Tiablith. Ten. Okay. Utrin. Twelve. Okay. Arginus. Eleven. What's your modifier? Three. Thalias. Eighteen. All right. So, we are in the surprise round. And first, I need everybody to give me will saves against their mirror jump ability. This is a mind-affecting fear effect, so if anybody's got any penalties or bonuses based on that. Oh, god damn it. Yes! I'm the greatest will saver of all time. That's a 23 for Tiabla. 14 for Uchard. 15 for Genus. And 33 for Thalias. Okay. That's going to be a fail for Uhtred and a fail for our genus. And Kishikish got a natural one, and Elksi got a natural 20. Uh, but yeah, so that means Kishikish, our genus, and Uhtred are going to be staggered. One round. One, one D4. Give it to me. Four. Yep. Ouch. All right, so that begins the surprise round, and Bloody Bones are up first. Elias is going to get attacked. Elias is getting attacked? Why me? Well, because one of the Bloody Bones jumped right out next to you. Yeah, but... Yeah, I know. That's a 24 versus your flat-footed AC. Oh, it's going to be close. Oh, just kidding. It's not. 31. <laughs> All right. 
And then we got Uhtred. I'm up next? No, you're getting attacked. Uh, okay. I'll use... But he uh, is in the surprise round. I'll use a mechanic point to bump that. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Yeah, I am in Uhtred the surprise is part round. of the surprise round. So Uhtred actually goes first in the surprise oh. round. Oh. Oh. Maybe he's going to kill the guy that attacked So him. does that mean... But you are staggered. Okay. But I didn't know if round, so. what the uh, order operation was, if that went yeah. off before I went. Honestly, okay. it doesn't change much because it's a surprise round. You can only take a standard or move right. action anyway. All right. I hope I hope that this this works. I want to snap my fingers, get my staff out. Okay. And then I want to cast Cone of Cold like this. It's a 60-foot cone. So I want it to go through as many mirrors as I possibly can. And hope that I can just, like, basically just shoot a huge blast of cold out that way that's so cold. It just gets the, like, the mirrors as they freeze and expand. They start to just pop and shatter. Okay. Uh, So that's a 60-foot cone. I figure at the very, very least, it's going to make them frost over and be not reflective anymore. Oh, that's true. I mean, it is going to be... Everyone in that 60-foot cone takes 13d6 worth of damage. So I'm hoping just the damage alone would be enough. All right, go ahead and roll damage. All right. 13d6. 50 damage. Oh, very nice. Whoa. So when it comes to energy damage versus objects, the damage is always halved. That feels and... very gallows spirey. <laughs> well, that's just the that's just the Pathfinder rules. And unfortunately, these are magically reinforced mirrors. And while the every mirror in this area, and I'll I'll be generous and say that, despite not breaking this first surface, the cone still continues to its full area. Though the the mirrors in this area rattle and crack like just like spiderweb cracks all throughout. Uh, none of them actually are destroyed. It looks like you've dealt a very a very good amount of damage to the mirrors. Uh, actually, hold on a second. Might have been even less. <laughs> Let me just see if uh, what they have cold ha- resistance. Well, I don't know if hardness is factored into energy damage. I know it's like DR for objects, but I don't know if it is also uh, I, if it also ignores energy damage. I but, don't think it does. Yep. Divide the damage by two before applying hardness. So just from looking at the effects of this uh, spell that you know should have dealt a lot of damage, the mirrors actually, after everything's calculated don't look like they've taken all that much damage. These mirrors have hardness 15 and 30 hit points. Oh my god. So so you dealt you effectively dealt yeah, you effectively dealt 10 points of damage after dealing 50 cold damage. They also have a break DC of 25. So if you make a strength check, get a 25, you effectively break a 5 foot square of mirror. That is like mechanically saying, just fucking kill the things. Yeah, it is. That was a, a commendable uh, strategy. Uh, you had no way of knowing just how tough these mirrors were. Uh, but yeah, so on to the bloody bones. 
Uh, green attacks Thalias and misses. Uh, Uhtred, you get attacked by blue. I'll use an arcana point. That's a 23 to hit. That misses. Okay, and red is going to attack Kishikish. Natural one. Come on, confirm. See, it's going to be a 35 to confirm. Oh. I don't think that's enough. No. Does not confirm. All right, and then Teoboth. Okay. Ugh. And of course, Elias is nowhere near me. Uh, I mean, he's pretty close to you, but he, surprise he, rounds. He's not within a five foot step, <laughs> is the problem. Yep. All right. Teoboth is going to five foot step to the west to get right behind Uhtred. And he will. Yeah, he's gonna. He'll do the legacy weapon on himself to give himself uh, Bane Undead. Um, so Teoboth has that, not Uhtred? Correct. All right, and that will conclude the surprise round. Combat proper up first, Spry Elksy. Uh, she is going to take the total defense action, give herself a plus four bonus to AC, and otherwise just stand uh, on guard, saying, uh, just shouting, Thalias, what is it? And uh, then up next is Kishikish, and uh, I don't th- he hasn't attempted it yet today, so Kishikish is going to attempt to trap the Bloody Bones uh, just to his north inside his staff. He was going to full attack, but he staggered anyway. So he's got to roll the hit. Yeah, 41's going to do it. All right, so now the Bloody Bones needs to make a will save. Here we go. A 21 will fail. Oh! And Kishikish, uh, he, like, gives his staff a little twirl and the lantern atop it, hanging from that chain, kind of like a, like a flail, uh, like, swirls around the staff and he, ha! He whacks the bloody bones with the lantern and, uh, the bloody bones just kind of collapses in a heap as it's undead essence is siphoned into the lantern and you can just see this like blood red mist now uh, coalesced inside the the lantern through the glass cases. Well, well, well. And another one. (laughs) Ah, there's more where that came from starting tomorrow. (laughs) And up next is Thelias. Alright, so um in response to Elksy's not knowing what's going on, I'll uh, let her know that uh, we've got company, and uh, they're going to be sorry while I take a full round attack action on the one in front of me. Let's get shuffling. 25. 25 hits. 24 bludgeoning damage, plus 4 acid. Attack number 2. 35 for 29 bludgeoning damage and 3 acid. And I guess that was my champion attack. Actual attack number 2. 36 to hit for 27 bludgeoning damage and 4 acid. So, wah, wah, bang! Nice. Get absolutely shoveled upon. That's a mean 91 points of damage. It's kind of unfair that Kishikish just... Whoop. <laughs> I mean... Sucks him up into his staff. Sure. But... Only, he's only got one of those per day. Uh, Bloody Bones is still standing. 
Yeah, so he's only got one of those per day, and even that's kind of hard to pull off. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't always get it. I feel like maybe he shouldn't have... It doesn't say he needs to, like, actually hit them with it. So maybe... Especially. I'm just jelly that I can hit him three times with yeah. big damage, and then he's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, whoa, I'm Kishikish, now get my staff. <laughs> I feel like it should be a touch attack for that, because you really just got to tap him with it, you know? I think that's probably a good call. I'm going to make it a touch attack from now on. All right, uh, up next is Uchir. All right. I think this guy's going to be jumping into his mirror pretty soon, so let's just say, hypothetically, if I was a skeleton, I couldn't take bleed damage, right? That is correct. Then Uchard's going to take a five-foot step uh, diagonally away from the blue blood skeleton. And he's going to cast Undead Anatomy 2 on himself. And he's going to turn himself into a skeleton. I believe it is a tiny skeleton. So uh, I get a plus four size bonus to my dexterity and a minus two penalty to my strength score, and a plus one natural armor bonus. Plus I also get like uh, immunity to disease, poison, sleep, stunning. I also become vulnerable to anything skeletons are vulnerable to. Oh, and a plus four bonus on a saves against mind affecting effects. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like you are immune to bleed with all of those things though. Hey, I got you on record saying if I turn into a skeleton, I can't bleed. You had me on record saying <laughs> a skeleton is immune to bleed, and then you went ahead and cast a spell that has specific mechanics. And I'm a skeleton now. How does yep. an undead bleed? They can't take bleed damage. I don't know what to tell you, dude. It's not in the spell description, so... Oh, come on. That's gotta you... be an oversight. I don't think so. Cause I'm well versed taken... in fighting undead. They can't bleed, I promise you. <laughs> you have taken the form... Of a skeleton, but you yourself are still a living creature with blood running through your veins. This is some bullshit. It kind of looks like a skeleton to me. Um, Uhtred is now a tiny-sized undead creature. Uh, I believe the way the spell works, you are supposed to state like a specific undead creature that you turn into. Skeleton! Uh, I'm, <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh... I'm ready. I, I can't take it seriously that you are just now a like a an infant-sized skeleton just walking around like how's it going, everybody? It's like a fairy skeleton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. A little too uh, fairy skeleton. Yeah. All right, Bloody Bones turn. Green's gonna full attack on Thalias. Yeah, whatever. Bring it on. That's going to be. You haven't. Oh, you have gone. So that's going to be a 33 to hit. Oh, come on. All right, that hits. I'll look for bonuses later. All right, so you got you with the bite. Now he's going to go for two claws. That's a 32 to hit. Oh, all right, hold on. Let's look for bonuses now. <laughs> okay, that hits. All right. And a, a 31 to hit. Yeah, boom. Yeah. No, I'm invincible. All right. You take... 10 damage from the bite. Uh-huh. You take 14 damage from the claw. And you're going to take some bleed damage on your turn. And then we've got the other bloody bones who's going to ignore the the tiny skeleton. And five foot step north and full attack on Diablith. 
Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use my uh, use my danger sight here. No, I'm not gonna use that. I'm gonna use my mind barrier instead. So that's two abjuration points. You can do that as an immediate. Yes, I can do it one point as a swift action or two points as an immediate action. All right. That's gonna be a twenty-six to hit. That misses. Okay, so bite misses, two claws. <laughs> uh, 21 to hit. Miss. And a 33 to hit. That one hits. That's going to be nine points of damage. Okay. Does your mind barrier still have more temporary hit points left? Yes, it does. All right, so I'm going to say that's going to be no bleed for you. And our genus. Fireball. Uh, yeah. We're going to place it right, uh, yeah, right at the edge there. Right over here. That's still going to, is it? 20 oh, foot. It's 20, 20 foot. foot. Okay. All right. And that's going Plus, to include all those mirrors. Yeah, we do still have fire resistance. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 10d6. Go ahead. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if you... And got both of them and us that fire resistance on all of us yeah I, I could feel like a god real quick ah. this is a burning inferno and it's like oh it tickles that's just that's uh, I can't speak for might, anyone yeah, else that might Tia Bliss seems the type that would be pissed if you fireballed it even with the resistance <laughs> yeah I like and also like I wouldn't be able to communicate that to anybody so yeah our genus would just play the smart play and uh, uh, affect just the uh, blue one along with the mirrors. Alright, so our genus throws it down to the corner and the bloody uh, bloody bones that just full attacked Tiablith is going to be on the fringe of that. Needs to make a reflex save. 29. Uh, thanks. Woof. Um, 33, so 16 damage halves. And yeah. then right. the mirrors take 33. The mirrors take half of that and then reduce that by, what did I say, 10? I thought it was 15. They have, yeah, hardness 15. So the mirrors are completely unaffected by that. God. No, they take one. So the mirrors <laughs> take one point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> and it was almost exclusively mirrors that Utrid didn't hit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a little bit of overlap. So just keep just keep chipping. <laughs> and Tiablith. Okay, Teal's gonna take a five foot step to his north to the northwest to uh, get out of easy reach of that bloody bone since Utrid left me hanging in the wind. Yep. Uh, and this way if I manage to take one down, I'm still I can whirl around and hit the other one unobstructed. And yeah, let's uh, full attack, deadly aim with the bow. I'll do my sudden insight for a plus six on the first attack. Ooh, that's a 40 to hit. So the many shot deals uh, 61 damage. Yeah, but DR 10. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, only 51. And the rapid shot's a 25 to hit. 25 hits. So that is 28 damage. Yep. And then the last shot's a 28 to hit. That hits. Which is... 35 more damage. Alright. He's still up. <laughs> oh my god. My god, go down, you little bastard. No. Wait, you could talk? Wait, you assume just because I'm a skeleton I can't talk? 
Well, yeah. Racist. I'm usually right. <laughs> Says here I speak common. So there. Well, shut up and die. Again. I'll think about it. Elksy's turn continues to take total defense action. Uh, and then we got Kishikish, who is staggered. So he's going to take a five foot step to the west, and he's going to hit uh, Teoblith's bloody bones with a searing light spell. It's a 19 versus touch. All oh, that matches. All right. Kishikish deals 33 damage, and that's going to finish off blue. Nice. I love that for us. Kishikish gives that reluctant nod of respect to Teoblith. <laughs> All right, up next is Thalias. All right, you know what the plan is. Actually, so I'm about to take bleed damage, and instead of that, I want to cast a swift action lay on hands so that I don't take bleed damage. The bleed happens at the beginning of your turn. Ah, so. fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, 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 but. If I heal myself, then I won't take further bleed damage. Yeah, unless he hits you again. But yes. All right, here it comes. Yeah. Get ready. I'm ready. Three. Okay. That's a good outcome. Let's attack first and then swift action heal. And I can full attack in a swift action? Or that doesn't work that way? Uh, Yes. Yes, yes, you can. Okay. 30. 30 hits. Or 29 bludgeon and 5 acid. Champion attack, 29 to hit for 28 and 3 acid. And you destroy the last blood bones. Hell yeah. Oh. And I swift action, lay on hands. All right. That could have been a super dangerous fight there, but holy shit. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't jump back into the mirrors after the first round. It's like, oh, geez, these guys are tough. <laughs> Get back in the mirrors. <laughs> well, that seemed like it was going to be the whole gimmick, right? Jump out. Hit everybody, yeah. get bleed on, then jump back into the mirrors. You can't hit them. They did sort of get walloped. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, you guys kind of beat the absolute shit out of them. All right. So, yeah, with that, combat is over. And after just a couple more rounds, any remaining staggered effects are fizzled out. All right. And I'm just going to reveal the rest of the room. Let you guys have a chance to. Just kind of explore the whole thing. So, it is a quite large room, really. It's 50 feet across and it's 150 feet long. And then you've just got some corridors of mirrors just kind of, you know, serpentining throughout. Uh, But yeah, otherwise, you've got these semicircular niches in each corner. Uh, there's the exit to your east where you came from. There is another hallway to the far west that looks like it kind of curves to the northwest after a little bit, but it is obscured by darkness beyond that. And there's also a closed door to the south. And the closed door to the south has uh, something interesting about it. Ooh. Huh. So, this door is closed, and on the door, uh, you see four concentric rings, uh, each inscribed with glyphs 
I can take a linguistics check to decipher these glyphs, unless anyone speaks Necreal. I actually have uh, points in linguistics, you believe that? That's crazy. I know. 25. Nice. All right, I yeah, speak, so... I speak Necreal. Oh, dang, all right. So, Uhtred, who speaks Necreal, knows that these glyphs uh, use symbols similar to the Necreal language. Uh, speaking the language uh, will automatically uh, decipher them. Thalias also successfully deciphers these uh, uh, glyphs. You understand the meanings uh, to be... I'm up there trying to like decipher them. Uhtred just comes up and reads them. <laughs> <laughs> You're like doing the uh, like ch 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 yeah. chair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that ebony embossed oak chair. <laughs> uh, so these glyphs represent the gods, humanity, Tarbafon, and undead. And these. Uh, the, hold, on, the, hold, the, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. This guy had the arrogance to go gods, humanity, undead, Tarbafan, like he's a, a fourth pillar of the universe? Uh, perhaps. So, the the glyphs are inscribed on the concentric rings. Uh, and just looking at it, it looks like these rings can be rotated in place. Uh, ah. Above the rotating rings... Uh, there is a glyph that you would understand to mean ascension, and in the center of the glyph represents uh, the, a glyph that represents servitude. So, what about the four other glyphs? The four other glyphs are the ones that stand for Tarbafan, undead, humanity, and the gods. So it looks like you have to uh, rotate these rings in a way that they basically read. Uh, like top, like basically like top tier to bottom tier. Top tier being on the top at the ascension glyph. I see. And the bottom would be the servitude. So I'm thinking humanity at the bottom. Yes. Or undead yeah. or something. Undead, undead humanity or servitude. Tarbafan's ascending to godhood. Yeah, I think it goes humanity, undeath, and if we're going by like actuality, it would be Tarbafan and then gods. But I wouldn't put it past Tarbefon to put himself yeah. above the gods. Nah, he's a total crook. Now, so what were they? It was uh, humanity, undeath, god, and then Tarbefon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he defeated wow. Arasni. That's true. She was a demigod. Um, but Tarbefon is, as far as we know, not actually a god. Right. So. We can all agree, though, that when we line these up correctly, it's going to go, like, click and probably open up and something bad happen. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, okay. yeah I agree with Or that. maybe the bad thing happens if we misalign them. Either way, Uchid's going to activate his Ring of Invisibility. And also, he's a tiny skeleton for a total of 13 minutes, so... <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I say we do... Uh... Yeah, humanity at the, the lowest end, and then undeath, Tarbefan, and the gods at the end. The gods at the end? I think, yeah. Because if this is, the way Alex described it, this is like a path to ascension. So like... That's what is, I saw too at first. This is Tarbefan's path. He started as a human. He ascended that to become a lich. 
he then ascended that even further to become what he is now, and he wants to ascend further to godhood. Okay, I'm with it. And then godhood to the god. All right, is that your final answer? <laughs> final answer. <Yep. laughs> final answer. Delias will lock it in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, just go ahead and put yourselves where your characters would be for this. I mean, RG just is gonna be back here, kind of like <laughs> peeking around the corner. What a weenie! Delias or uh, Tealith is standing right there. He's he's confident this is going to work. He's so confident he is not worried about any sort of backlash. I think Uchu would actually be more in line with the other two because he'd be like actively like you know trying to yeah unpuzzle. And Arginus, the cautious conservative of the group, <laughs> at least be with Elksy for fuck's sake. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, no, I'll take care of Elksy back here. Back here. <laughs> yeah, right, sure. Uh, I, no, 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 Elksy, get behind me, not in front of me. Out of the line of fire. <laughs> yeah, there you right. go. You you have nothing to look at. All right, so you have lined the rings up to go from bottom to top: humanity, undead, Tarbafan, and the gods. You put all the rings in place, and you jiggle the handle of the door, and the rings all just kind of like, they rotate super fast, and the door glows this icy blue energy, and the entire room is filled with this cold energy of undeath. Everybody give me fortitude saves. Uh, Wait, including me? The entire room. I don't know. There's yes. like a like a wall of mirrors here. The entire God room. Damn it! Sorry, Elsie. I'm with you, Tom. Oh, that was terrible. I'm gonna hero. I'm gonna hero point reroll that because I don't like that. Okay, Kish Kish is good, and Elsie's good. Oh. Well, they get, they made their saves at least. <laughs> All right, good reroll. That's a twenty-seven. Got a thirty. So that this is a fortitude. Yep. Ah, uh, Jesus. 21. I also got a 21. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that number. 21 is gonna pass. Oh my yes! god. That is... For the greatest. Is, in fact, that is the DC. <laughs> uh, oh, good hero point. All right. Yep. All right, so... what? Can I ask what, what would have happened if, if we failed that? Well, I'm gonna show Something's you what's happening anyway. Happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, this icy, cold energy of undeath fills the room and deals 30 points of damage. Half of that is cold damage, and half of it is negative energy damage. So your O-Balls actually absorb the negative energy damage. Uh, and your fortitude saves take half. So you take half of 15 and 7. Uh, but Kishikish and Elksy each take 15 points of damage. And I and have uh, 5 made their DR. DR is not going to absorb that. Cold damage? Is it cold? Is it energy resistance or oh. DR? Um, oh, resistance. Sorry. Thalias, uh, Uhtred, and Teolith all have uh, <laughs> resist 30 oh, of fuck. cold from the ice oh, wall. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. We rule. <laughs> so how much cold resistance does our genus have? Five resistance. All right. So you're going to take two. Two. We really beat right. that trap down into submission, boys. <laughs> yep. kinda did. We're getting good at this. <laughs> well, I was lucky that uh, Uhtred could freaking read the glyphs. Yeah. I mean, Dude, I had linguistics, but I took I'm not sure if that really like, there. when I made them. 
Yeah. It's the first time it's come into play. So yeah, the y'all brace for this uh this terrible thing that's about to happen, and then you kinda like, huh, hmm, okay. Alexi and Kishkis are still like, oh well, that wasn't too bad, but uh it doesn't appear that we got it right. We should try again. Oh. Alright, put Tarbeth on above the gods. You really think he's that much of a dick? Have you seen I mean, all the stuff? Did you hear him back place? there? That's <laughs> true. Like, Alright. Alright, so right. the new configuration is humanity, undeath, the gods, and then Tarbafon, is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> that was the old one. No, that's the one we're switching to. The old one oh, was right, right, we, right, right. We, yes. we underestimated yes. his ego before by thinking he would still yes. put himself below the gods. That's you right. fools. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm gonna reach out and sort of just turn the dial. Uh, you know, the, I'm the going top to top two a little bit. I'm going to cast resistance on myself and right. everybody else as a cantrip. Cold. Okay. Uh, it gives you a plus one resistance bonus on your next save, but I think everybody's got. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's got a cloak of resistance won't benefit from it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right, so you uh, you put all the rings in place and you jiggle the handle, and the rings they spin around ultra fast, uh, but then they all like stop suddenly with like a big definitive click, and the door swings open. <laughs> I look back at everyone with a yeah with a look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, egotistic, egotistic maniac. Well, let's see what we've got here. Behind a big locked door in the fancy mirror room. All right, all right, Elksik, uh, you, you, you can come with us. On three. One, two, and I open the door. <laughs> That's an old uh, doctor's trick. Peel <laughs> <laughs> off the band-aid. <laughs> you open the door, and that leads you to a short... 25-foot-long hallway leading south, but then that opens up into a massive room, over 100 feet wide, and, I mean, you can't see the far end of it. Like, when you first step in, your dark vision lets you see 60 feet in, and shredded remains of portraits and cracked relief carvings line the walls of this marble room. From your northern orientation... You can see two statues of the Whispering Tyrant gazing sternly across a bone-filled pit in the center of the room, and a wide stone bridge extends over the pit. I'm going to cast shield on myself using the wand. Okay. Teolith will uh, cast or use Mind Over Gravity so he can fly, because I hear bridge over a pit, and I immediately (laughs) do not like that one, so... Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I I use my uh, boots fly as well. Fuck it. For all flying, Uchard's going to cast fly. What? We're all flying? Yeah, you don't want to be the guy who can't fly when everyone's, you know, we're all flying. All right. I cast fly. <laughs> Who's good? You, no, you guys stick with Elksy. I'll cast fly on Elksy, goddammit. Do you have the spell slots for that? My third... Um, third level spells I haven't used any I have just enough to cast two flies now Keisha Keisha on the other hand I don't know how he's getting across snails weren't meant to fly (laughs) he'll ride the elk across he's gotta steer the flying blind elk alright so you guys cast fly on yourselves cast shield on yourself you go deeper into the room or you just kinda hang out play some patty cake as soon as everyone is ready, we start moving forward. 
Uh, I just have a weird feeling. Remember when we were under vigil and we were heading down towards that temple of Arasni? Um, yep. And there was that, like, red bridge, and then there was, like, the stone statue things that came to life. Can I, what what yep. would be the appropriate thing to roll to make sure these two statues aren't going to be like, ah, perfect, something to pound on? Oh, um... Am I just being overly paranoid? No, no, that's a, that's a good amount of paranoia. Yeah, that seems yep. like the appropriate amount of paranoid for this place. Um, yeah, I mean, you can give me a knowledge arcana check, which would have been the check you would have rolled to identify those statues as constructs. Uh, 32. Yeah, you're pretty sure that they are just uh, yet more statues of Tarbaphon. This guy's out of control. Right? Alright, so you guys, you you cautiously make your way deeper into the room, and I'm just going to reveal the whole room to you. Oh, there it is. There's where my paranoia was coming from. (laughs) uh, Across the bridge, the room uh, opens back up. And it looks like these bone, bone-filled bone pits kind of bisect the room into two, uh, like, 40-foot uh, wide uh, sections. Got, like, 40 feet of room, and then 30-foot pit, and then another 40 feet of room with a 10-foot wide bridge crossing it. At the south side of the room, a few aged but exquisite tables and chairs... Uh, stand at the far end near a hallway leading to the west you can see two additional statues of the whispering tyrant gazing across the pit in the other direction towards you and finally you see five creatures four of them appear to be whites which you have uh, fought on several occasions now and they are making a kind of a like a defensive formation between yourselves and the fifth creature who is standing at the southern end of the room and Teoblith, uh, I'm going to give it to you for dramatic effect you recognize the grave knight Emeritus Emeritus. finally we come across Emeritus had to take out all your flunkies first but we finally found you all of my flunkies so you ran afoul of Taika Guzmar? Uh, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he ran away from us at first, but we tracked him down and took care of him. I see. And what of Yalis, the Serene? Oh, Angry Lady? Yeah, she was, uh, she was interesting, but yeah, she went down. But perhaps you slipped past, uh, Gustari Fallenstag. If by slipped past you mean walked over her disintegrated corpse, then yes. Give me a uh, knowledge arcana check. Yeah, I kind of nudged Teoblith like, is this, is this wise? There's uh, still one a, more, right? It's a 31. I think there was originally, what, seven of them? Originally, yes. Uh, Arasni, I, th- I believe Arasni said that she has kind of choreographed the destruction of two of them. Yeah, so there's five remaining. We've taken out three, and there's Emeritus as number four. Yeah. Teoblith, you... The way he's just, like, very candidly and, uh, like, quickly running through the, all the Grave Knights that you've fought might seem a little forward, uh, but you actually have... You actually think that he might be using some sort of 
magic to like speak their names aloud to like call them to him uh but you know you saw firsthand that they're completely destroyed so this tactic will not uh, benefit him but he's nonetheless well, he's still got one he could call to him probably uh, one potentially. we probably one we skipped on the first floor <laughs> uh, maybe right potentially although he he stops there he doesn't name any additional grave notes uh he says uh well then i suppose the time has come for me to ask you to divulge the location of Arasni. Uh, she's not here. I suppose you spoke the same lies to the other three. I did tell them the same thing, but that doesn't make it a lie. No matter. I will simply carve the answers from your flesh. And he brandishes his sword and these like streams of electricity kind of like run up his body and kind of like like zap the floor and the statues around him as they do so like he's this like giant electrode and his uh his entire image kind of like flickers like he's only barely here like he's like just ever so close to like accessing some great power to uh like Raiden from Mortal Kombat where you're like dude is this guy some sort of god or what is this I'm picturing like the Flash who's like about to enter the speed force yeah I mean, that's kind of what I was saying <gasps> that is very close to uh to the display that he's showing you and the the whites standing before you likewise uh prepare for combat so everybody roll initiative next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Oh, this is going to be good. See ya. Oh, see ya. See ya. See ya.